Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. Hi, kids. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Groundhog Day Cheeseman. And this is Chad, the last of us so wash. On this week's show, who'd you rather? Chipotle really is my life. And robots will outnumber humans at this employer very, very soon. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> okay, listener, let me help you out here. Don't You say listener like there's only one of them. <laughs> it's very personal. Very personal. Yep. Uh, but don't ever have a, a conversation with Joel Cheeseman about a show you haven't caught up on yet because he will do what he can to fuck up the show for you. Oh, yeah. my God. So you asked me. Yeah. Have you seen the last episode of The Last of Us? Yeah. 
a really cool series. If you haven't seen it, it's on it's on HBO Max. It is awesome. And I said, literally, no, shut up, shut up. Don't tell me anything. I haven't seen it. And you totally ruined it. You, you couldn't help yourself. I didn't say a word to Julie. I didn't even tell her we had this conversation until after. Chad, I was only looking out for <laughs> the, the stability and health of your heart. Because I know that you get really emotional about certain love stories. Sometimes and I you got to let it out. Spoil it. For our, our listener, the one listener out there, <laughs> but but I didn't want you to go into some sort of a meltdown. So I wanted to give you enough that you'd you'd sort of know what was going to happen, but not so much that you didn't know everything. I did it for you. I did it for you, Chad. It's okay to let the emotions out <laughs> organically. It is okay. It is okay. <laughs> and there's no football uh, this weekend, so we can let it out. Although is the is the all pro game this weekend. I mean the flag football, yeah, with the Manning God. brothers who are actually coaching. What? That is that is legit smart though, because it was really just a flag football oh, game in the first place. Yeah. It was almost like a two hand tap. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a scrimmage. It was a party with yeah. It, I don't know. Flag football might be fun. I might tune in this year. I might tune in right? this year. I think it will be. The puppy bowl will be awesome during halftime though. <laughs> the puppy bowl is always awesome, as is the reruns the whole week before. <laughs> Uh, it goes on. Uh, all right. You want to get to some shout outs? Yep. Let's do some shout outs. All right. So my first one goes to to offer up. That's right. The number four site to sell your you <laughs> shit is getting a job board. Offer up wow. plans to offer up. Get it? Offer up. Anyway, so bad. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, listener. I'm sorry that I, <laughs> that I did that. All right. Uh, Circa anyway. 1995, baby. Uh, offer up plans to uh, offer up web tools to post local jobs. Give users the option to search listings through the app's feed or by your local area. And to apply directly for open positions via your phone. With over 20 million monthly users, no doubt Indeed is shaking in their little booties right now. <laughs> Shout out to Offer Up. Who's launching a job board? If you go to the Offer Up uh, HQ, they actually have a party line. Uh, are you going to bring up a Mister Microphone joke? Is that? <laughs> are you setting the table? No, for... no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. That might happen later. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Shout out to Carla Trotman, CEO of Electrosoft, a company outside of Philly that makes circuit boards. Really? Who said? who said in a CBS News article that she wishes 45 people worked at Electrosoft instead of 30, but she can't find the people to fill the roles, costing the company about $5 million in top-line revenue. I'll say it again, kids. Listen, costing the company around $5 million in top-line revenue. Did you, did, did you hear that, talent acquisition? You can equate open positions to revenue lost, and that is exactly what CEOs need to hear, and that is how you gain more budget. That's Business 101 from your friends here at the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is good. This was a, a, a post that you had on, on LinkedIn, uh, yeah. who she actually responded. She did, and yeah. you guys had a little conversation. So uh, and we did, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was nice. I, I love it when CEOs that we've never talked to that aren't in our industry yeah. just come out and engage engage with people. That was awesome. And speaking of Philly, Chad. Yes. This shout out goes to Recruit Philly. Oh, yeah. Fly Eagles Fly, baby. Uh, by the <laughs> way, 
Every recruiter in Philly should be a member of this organization if you're not already. Uh, anyway, they featured us, that's you and me, Chad, this month in their newsletter saying, quote, with a new episode out almost every day, kill me, please. <laughs> the Chad and Cheese podcast is a favorite of Recruit Philly. These two share a very unfiltered and honest look at the hottest topics in the recruiting and HR space and are often the first to break major industry news. This is a great podcast for anyone looking to stay current on workforce trends, emerging technology, and startup updates. Shout out to our good friends at Recruit Philly. And hopefully we'll be able to make yes. it out for another event. Uh, we were there post or pre-COVID. Post-COVID, yep. it'd be nice to go back out to Philly. It would be. It would be. And, and, and again, as Joel said, if you're in the Philly area and you're not a part of Recruit Philly, mm-hmm. search it. Get into it. It's a great community. They've got great events, all that other fun stuff. Check them out. Yep. My next shout out goes to Rich Wilson, CEO of Gigged.ai for the social love <laughs> with the Chad and Cheese podcast where Rich declared his love for uh, for, for Chad, for obviously for, for picking for picking him in Gig.ai on the Who'd You Rather. Mm-hmm. But here's the here's the important part, Cheeseman. Yep, yep, yep. This this also gets us kind of like the the engine rolling for us to come to Glasgow and pull oh. together a scotch tasting tour with our friend Matt Alder. So me- message to Rich, let's make this tour uh, of Scotland and your wonderful distilleries happen. Let's do this. 2023. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is if it's no Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> Just remember a certain other Scottish company that didn't appeal to me very much that cashed out. So don't feel too bad. If I'm not on your train for anyone out there in Scotland building a startup, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Trust me. All right. I'm going to I'm going to do a little drum roll for this one. Ooh, it's just that whoa. exciting. OK. Career builder. If you've never <laughs> if you've never thought of career builder as a diversity recruitment strategy before, they sure hope you will now. In a recent email blast titled reach 18 million black job seekers. CB touts a new partnership with iHeartRadio's Black Information Network, saying, quote, We are on a mission to build wealth within the black community by helping them build the career of their dreams, end quote. Maybe Career Builder could start by putting some black people on their leadership team, because right now there are zero. Come on, man. A, a very, very shameful shout out. To our friends at CareerBuilder. The social share of that article was just a white block. That's all it was. It was, it was, it, I mean, on the even the social, yeah. No. I mean, when you shared that link socially <laughs> and some of the, like in Facebook, they just came out as a white block. It was like, go with the DEI white block. It was, oh, yeah, yeah anyway. the share image. Yes. Yes. yes you're right. The social you're right. share yeah, image. Just, yes. Dude, dude, who? <laughs> They're so fucked up still at Career Builder. All right. My last shout out goes to facial recognition. You're going to love this one, Joel. Okay. So 
MSG Entertainment, the company that owns uh, Madison Square Garden and Radio City Music Hall, well, they found a way to keep attorneys out of at least a part of our lives. Currently, any attorney that works for a firm that represents a client suing MSG Entertainment, (laughs) they're now banned from their venues and they're using facial recognition technology to identify them and keep them out of their venues. Now, we're talking about old white dudes who have a lot of money who have season tickets Mm -hmm. to go to the garden, right? How long do you think this is going to last? That escalated quickly. (laughs) Is How is this even legal? I don't <laughs> You're segregating lawyers wow. out of your Oh, my venue. God. <laughs> now, it's kind of a blessing because watching the Knicks is a bit torturous. Uh, <laughs> though there are probably some good concerts <laughs> yes. at, at the Garden. But, yeah, I, I don't see how banning lawyers doesn't start a lawsuit like within five minutes by the lawyers suing yes. for this. Yeah. Yes. And that's some vindictive shit. If you if you have so much money and time on your hands that you you yes. need to like create some facial wreck to oh, wow. to ban lawyers from your venue, damn, you got that, you that's got, amazing. You got some issues, man. That, that's amazing. Now, who doesn't have issues, Chad? Yes. are people that sign up for free shit on Chad yeah. and Cheese. Uh, you got to go to chadcheese.com, click the free link. Uh, we're talking free shirts uh, by our friends at JobGet. We're talking free beer from our friends at Aspen Tech Labs. Tex Colonel is giving out two bottles of whiskey, each one of us selecting a single bottle. Mm-hmm. If it's your birthday this month, you might win rum from our friends at Plum, but you got to play if you want to win. Head out to chatcheese.com. Click the free link. Quick shout out to, to, to Lana, who's actually over at Aspen Tech Labs. Yeah. She, this week, now lives in the Algarve in Portugal. She's she's going to be my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Prince, chill out, man. All right. In talking about birthdays and rum with Plum, let's uh, give a shout out to everyone who is celebrating another another year around the sun. All right. We've got fans, including Elizabeth Dunlop, Ivan, the Irish recruiter, Stojanovic. Uh, word is he's changing his last name to, name to Mick Stojanovic. Adam Bergen, <laughs> Sarah Hansen, Amadou Bamia. Joe yes. Essenfeld, Nick Fishman, Jess Von Bank, Andrew Rothman, Jason Lauritsen, Amanda Thompson, Buffington, and another Irish favorite of ours, Dave Ralph. Happy birthday, everybody. Yes. Happy birthday. And there might be a yes. bottle of rum coming your way. Stay tuned. And you might get that when we come to your town for events. First event on the list this year, or the, yeah, this year, is Vegas in April 26th and 27th at Caesars yes. Forum for <laughs> Unleash America. That's right, kids. Unleash America is coming to Vegas, mm-hmm. but I have a, a, a different a different venue. We're going to Caesars Forum. Pretty amazing. We checked it out last year, last year and April 26th and 27th. Then we find ourselves at Wreckfest in London, Nebworth yes. Park, a little, a little north of London. It's about a 20 to 30 minute train ride from London. It's fairly, fairly easy. But Nebworth Park all day, the 6th of July. And then we have to mention this. 
this. It's going to happen later this year, but we have a super, super duper early bird discount <laughs> code for Wreckfest USA happening in Nashville in September. The discount code is Chad and Cheese, all one word. It's fairly simple though, kids. You can go to chadcheese.com, click on events in the upper right-hand corner, Mm -hmm. and you can see the long list of the events that the Chad and Cheese will be this year. Register, get there, and buy us a beer. And teaser alert, we got some other events and cool shit that uh, are in the works. So kids, hopefully we'll have some really cool announcements of some stuff that we will be doing later this year. Topics! All right, time for our what's now a weekly uh, layoff update. Playoffs? That's right. Workday is set to lay off 3% of its workforce, largely from tech and product units. Majority of cuts are due to global economic challenges. The company will offer severance, stock vesting, immigration support, and optional medical benefits for six months. How nice of them. Hiring will continue throughout fiscal year. 2024 and over at unicorn oyster ceo tony james shared a linkedin post that uh, they have removed a number of roles across the company while adding new roles in strategic areas to help those laid off oyster will waive their platform fees for six months for any of the oyster alums a company out there hires If you're interested in those Oyster employees, head over to Tony's LinkedIn for a spreadsheet of available candidates and their contact information, which means I just I just set loose a lot of recruiters to go copy and paste a lot of candidate information. But (laughs) it's out there. It's out there. I love I love how a tech company says, hey, we've created a spreadsheet that you can use. And then Workday. Okay, this is this is funny and not funny. Okay, so I love how Workday says the quiet part out loud. It's not due to overhiring, which means it's due to overhiring. Here's a quote from CNBC. Uh, quote, for the period ending October 2022, Workday reported an increase of, listen to this, $228 million in employee-related re- expenses, including share-based compensation, which the company said was largely due to headcount growth, which led to the layoff. (laughs) So when they say it's not due to overhiring, it's due to overhiring. And until boards keep their CEOs and C-suite accountable for irresponsible hiring, leading to mass firings, over 500 people fired, this is just going to continue. Chad, mind, mind your business. The stock is up three percent uh, since the announcement of layoffs. So <laughs> fucking so ridiculous. Shut, shut man. your shut your pie hole, buddy. Shut your pie hole. All right, you ready to play a little? Uh, who'd you rather this week? I would. Yes. All right. You know how we play, kids. We talk about two companies that recently got funded. We read a short summary, and Chad and I both decide who'd you rather. First up is Cleary, a startup co-founded by former Twitter employees has raised $4.5 million in a seed funding round to revitalize the intranet. The company offers a full-stack employee experience, platform 
combining communication, recognition, directory, search, Q&A, and integrates with HR and communication tools. Cleary's focus is to help HR teams scale culture and build personalized experiences for every employee. The investment will be used to build out the go-to market teams and invest in personalized employee journey technology. That sounds pretty sexy. Next up, we have Dahlia, a recruitment marketing automation platform. They've completed a $5 million Series A funding round. Uh, Capital will be used to expand product suite and sales and marketing efforts. Dahlia maximizes career site conversion rates and enables employers to capture job seekers and bring them back through email slash text alerts. Clients include Compass Group writer Valvoline and more. Chad, Cleary, Dahlia, who'd you rather? Okay, it's story time. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I have history with Dahlia's CEO, Sam Fitzroy. Uh, That's right. That's right. Back in 2009, Sam became the Alliances Director over at Indeed. And at... That At the time, I was the number two guy over at Direct Employers Association, where one of my tasks and my team's tasks was to build a job distribution network for the biggest companies in the world, aka AT&T, Lockheed Martin, you get the drift. And we had an alliance with thousands of sites like Indeed who actually built their job search content engines off the backs of our corporate job feed. So... In most of these job feeds, we had appended URLs to denote candidate source, right? Mm -hmm. So the ATS could see where the candidate was coming from all the way to hire. Mm -hmm. Then we noticed that Indeed started stripping the source codes out of the URL, meaning the companies had no clue where the candidates were coming from. Uh So back then, I dealt primarily with Sam's boss who will remain nameless because he was <laughs> because he was ballless and, and he wouldn't actually take my call. So my call was directed to <laughs> Sam, who was the new kid in alliances, and he took the brunt of my fury. And you cannot fucking imagine oh, how geez. mad I was back then. Yeah, I can imagine. I don't think he, he got more than two words in during my berating of, of what was going on. But here's the funny part. Sam told me this story over drinks at a conference, and because I was in such a blind rage, I think I had actually blocked it out of my memory. Uh, And to be honest, I don't even know that I knew it was him on the other end of the line. Uh So needless to say, through all of that, Sam and I have history, and and we have a bond. So I would rather... Dahlia. So we've kissed and made up. It's all it's all good oh, there. Yes. You don't remember. Anything. Oh, Sam's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. So so I'll I'll do story time as well. <laughs> so I remember Sam pitching this thing at a conference in Nashville uh, that uh-huh. we attended. I think in 2019. Uh, his Indeed background to me was worth checking out uh, just alone. Uh, I remember thinking, okay, yeah, marketing have a pop up when someone starts to leave the career site, capture the email address. Pretty basic, you know, kind of top of yeah. funnel type stuff. Um, like most things in our space, following marketing trends is generally a good strategy for a startup. Um, so I gave it a thumbs up at the time. After his presentation, he knew of me probably from Cheesehead Days and then even the podcast and, yeah. and Indeed. And he, he mentioned you, which I remember now because you <laughs> told that story. He was like, how's Chad? I'm like, geez, cool. I'm like, and he said, I don't know if Chad likes me very much. And I was like, what are you talking about? So he told me his side of that story 
Yeah. Um, it's good that you guys have, have made up. But anyway, I, I never expected them to be a Series A startup. Um, they've added some ni- nice automated outreach features, and I expect this to be a nice acquisition target uh, into 24, 25, probably. As far as Cleary goes, uh, a Twitter background is hardly a selling point these days. Number one, Twitter kind of sucks right now. Number two, people that come in from Google and Twitter (laughs) typically fuck up in the recruitment space. And frankly, I'd rather watch paint dry than talk about intranets. So for me, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you that, uh, Dahlia is my, who'd you rather? Sam, you still owe me drinks, man. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I don't, me too, Sam. Damn it. All right, let's talk. Silk Road and Intello. Silk Road Technology is integrating its candidate sourcing solution, Search, with its applicant tracking system called Recruiting. Creating an end-to-end talent acquisition solution, the integration includes Intello's candidate sourcing and recruitment marketing capabilities, enabling organizations to identify, reach, and convert skilled talent. The AI-driven platform will automatically match job openings with relevant candidates, create talent pools, and engage with candidates. The result is increased recruiter productivity, the company promises, as well as accelerated time to fill and improved talent profile of the organization. Chad, your thoughts on Silk Road Intello. So we talked about this acquisition back in August last year when it happened, but I, I wanted to dig in a little bit deeper around an angle we really failed to cover, and that's Robert So and Intello's CEO who was then named Silk Road's CEO back in August. And they are already announcing deep integrations with Intello. So let's be clear. Silk Road is a fucking dinosaur founded in 2003. And in my opinion, their tech has to be deep in technical debt that they are feeling on a daily basis. So my question to you is, Robert has a background in recruitment tech with John Vite and Taleo. Yep. Was he at Taleo too? Yeah. He was supposedly one of the guys that helped through M&A of, of Taleo being acquired by uh, Oracle. Okay. So he has a background, but does he have the chops to bring this dinosaur out of the HR tech tar pits? I'll give you another name, Chad. Yeah. Ron. Ron Teeter. Ron <laughs> Teeter, male prostitute. You're spending the night with Fred Jarvan, male prostitute. No, I'm kidding. Uh, before <laughs> Silk Road, Ron was CTO at Intello. Mm-hmm. Before that, he was an engineer at Jobvite. He was there for eight years. Uh, he also has a mustache that would break lesser men, but that's a different, <laughs> different story. So your question isn't just, can Robert save the company? Can Ron and Robert save the company? Because these guys are basically been put in charge, cap tied co- at the pilot, hip, baby. co-pilot of this uh-huh. of this of this plane, flaming and plane. The, the, the board has basically said, "Intello, it's your baby. You guys are in charge." It's no it's no surprise that Intello is sort of the first integration, you know, product that they're oh, that yeah, they're launching. Course. Uh, I think it was October of last year that the acquisition completed. So we're we're six months into this. Um, Intello.com is still alive, by the way. I'm it not is. sure why yeah. it doesn't redirect, but I don't you know. know. It's, it's hard to say goodbye for for for, the, for these guys. <laughs> for Robert and Ron, it's hard, I'm sure. Uh, look, Silk Road, like you said, they've been around for 20 years. They raised 200 million dollars, um, and this move in leadership feels like a big hail mary to me. It'll be fun to watch if they can turn this Titanic around, but I'm not betting on it 
if I'm a betting man. I think the hardest part for a lot of these older systems is that they are much like we talk about LinkedIn and, and, and LinkedIn isn't even as deep a system as, as an ATS like Silk Road, right? Um, they're more HCM kind of a, a system. There, there are so many old pieces of tech that are just relics that, that, that are still there, which makes it incredibly hard, if not impossible to be nimble, to change, and to be able to adapt, and to be able to ensure that, you know, candidates have a great experience, recruiters have a great experience, and that that you actually have an innovative platform. The thing is, could an Intello prospectively replace a part of that tech in its entirety? I would say possibly. That's still going to be an entirely hard ask. But you've got to remember it's an HCM. So there's a lot more than just recruiting that's happening in this thing. Payroll, onboarding, a lot of, a lot of shit. So this is something that I think our listeners really have to understand when we talk about tech. We're not just talking about because we like it or we don't like it. This is because there are major issues that could prospectively happen in architecture. And in this case, having two guys who have been tied at the hip since Jobvite, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they obviously have a, a relationship. The question is, can this Titanic be saved? 200 million raised, 20-year-old company. Wow. Major Hail Mary. Don't be surprised if some wacky shit goes down. Don't <laughs> don't be surprised if Silk Road goes away and Intello becomes the flagship and maybe they take some pieces of of Silk Road and bring it over that is is selling. Maybe they scrap some of the shit that doesn't. I mean, I think some wacky shit's going to go down in this in this marriage and uh, it'll be fun to talk about for sure. And Silk Road's been around for 20 years and I would say 75% if not more of our industry have never heard of them. Yeah, right. Yeah. By the way, they're 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 headquartered in Chicago, but like everybody's in San Francisco. So I don't know what like <laughs> they're still in Chicago just for sentimental reasons. They're Bears fans. I have no idea. By career builder Ditka. and I fucking Ditka's know. a board know. member. Ditka's a board member. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Guys, listen to the ads because they're the reason we can have a show in the first place. Listen to our sponsors. And they're good. And we'll be oh, yeah. we'll be right back. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com that's pandologic.com this should be called the joel cheeseman block yeah let's talk about food chad (laughs) that's right per the wall street journal this week a story entitled americans are gobbling up takeout food restaurants bet that won't change america's biggest chains are testing digital only restaurants and more drive-throughs gambling that heightened consumer demand for food to go will last well beyond the pandemic. Now, 
Why might they be doing this, Chad? Well, let's talk about McDonald's. McDonald's USA President Joe Erlinger criticized California lawmakers recently for passing a fast food law that Joe says would all but make it impossible to run small business restaurants in California. The law named the Fast Act, set to be voted on in November of 24, raises hourly restaurant wages to $22 an hour and is opposed by fast food chains including McDonald's, Chipotle, and In-N-Out. Next up, let's talk about Chipotle. Oh my God, I'm a Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. Mine too, kid. Chipotle is hiring 15,000 restaurant workers ahead of peak season. Frankly, I call peak season at Chipotle January through December, but the company highlights just March to May. Listeners will know essential workers nationwide nationwide haven't faced major cuts despite unemployment hitting white-collar workers hard. Chipotle is aiming to double its store footprint to 7,000 while offering benefits like free meals, tuition reimbursement, and a new chicken al pastor that's to die for. Okay, I added the chicken part. Chad, a <laughs> lot of food news. What you got? Well, first off, the next step for fast food is actually having the machine chew the food for Americans so we don't have to do the work. The birdie robot, yeah. We're getting so <laughs> close to the Wally uh, movie. And if you haven't seen it, it's a Pixar movie that came out in 2008. It is, it's awesome, and it, it's, it's eerie because it's getting so close to, to lives today. Anyways, then we talk about Joe Erlinger, the president of McDonald's USA, who would love having robots do all the work because in California, they're going to raise the minimum wage to $22 an hour, as you had said, in 2024. Uh, and Joe says it's going to kill jobs, which is laughable because at no time in our history has a rise in wages killed jobs. But we could say that Joe's comp at $7.4 million a year is killing jobs. So if he could live on a measly $3 million a year, he could create 95 more jobs at the $22 an hour rate. And, and you see, the problem here isn't raising minimum wage. It's the pure excess in greed we've become accustomed to. So we've got old men like Joe earning millions and he's bitching and moaning because of $22 an hour, which let's, let's be clear here, kids. That's not even a livable wage in many parts, if not most of California. Again, as we dig further into the narrative on employees, jobs, uh, I don't think the problem for him is paying that. I think it's actually trying to find people to work. Yeah, so the uh, the uh, coalition against the, the law submitted some, some data uh, that they probably paid for. But this is from the UC Riverside oh, yeah. School of Business uh, that said labor costs would inflate by 60% and food prices could balloon by 20% if minimum wages were set between 22 and $43. I'm not sure why the study went from 22 to 43. That seems a little broad to me. Uh, no one's talking Imagine about $43 that. an hour uh, for, for burger flippers, as far as I know. Objectively, there's so many angles to this that that's a juggling act. You have, you have governments that obviously want more money and tax revenue from big companies like McDonald's and Chipotle, uh, but they don't want to put mom and pop out of business. So it's a little bit weird that they're, this law impacts big restaurants and not like little restaurants, which I think is to, reeks of political uh, interest to me. 
restaurants want to stall as long as they can so they can get mm-hmm. bots to cook all the takeout food uh, and oh, then yeah. eventually flourish. So for them, it's like sort of a, a shot clock game of like, let's be in court as long as possible. Let's draw this thing out as long as possible. The bridge to that, like we said at the beginning, was more takeout, more drive through which means less employees, more automation, mm-hmm. and getting the consumer used to not seeing a person take their order or see a person uh, or more and more people take their orders or, or serve their food, right? So that yeah. becomes a bridge. You know, consumers on that side, they don't necessarily want to pay five bucks more for a burrito. Uh, and I see that point. That becomes a political thing, right? They wouldn't have to if if Joe wasn't earning seven point four million dollars a year. Well, the benefit is, <laughs> do I do I go to more mom and pops because they're not paying the twenty two dollars that McDonald's is? And does that help yeah. small businesses? You could argue that yeah, it does, right? I can get a five dollar cheaper burrito at mom and pop burritos. So that's they're juggling on that end. You have in and out. Opening up shop in in Red State, Tennessee. Jeez. Guess where they're going next? If I had to bet Florida, right, Indiana. If I had to bet yeah, Florida, Florida yeah. I don't know. Indiana, I don't know if close, Indiana fits though, the brand of In and Out, but they they might they might. Florida's next for sure. Tennessee. <laughs> oh, we're way more like Midwestern than than Nashville. Nashville's hip. Indiana's not hip. There's no hip. No, going no on in, in Indiana. We're like the hippest thing in Indiana right now, frankly. So, I don't know if I call Florida hip, no one knows how this is all going to shake out. How long this is going to take? We're about, like it's just fun to watch. I know you love watch looking at it from the the salary point and the money and the minimum wage. But there's so many layers to this onion that it's really it's really fun to peel and talk about. It is. Well, in profits and CEO pay are at an all-time high, but yet we're talking about the wages of the people that are actually doing the work. Oh, yeah. Right? And then and then we take a look at the, the U.S., and this all goes into a grander motion of McDonald's expansion and, and, and actually talking about Chipotle expansion. The U.S.'s number one export, it will be obesity. That's all there is to it. That's what fast food does if it isn't already, okay? And as I'd said when I when I'm in, when I'm in Portugal, it is so weird how it's different because I have to drive 25 minutes to get to fast food. Uh-huh. Because the mom and pops that you're talking about are flourishing. I have better options and better food at a quarter of the price in a small town with 25,000 people to Vera than going to Indianapolis. I can get better food in a small town in Europe than I can in a big city here in the U.S. Because the industrialized engine of fast food is fucking... It, it's, it's not just killing from an ob- obesity standpoint. Oh, yeah. It's killing from a flavor and choice standpoint. Yeah. By the way, uh, I think um, diabetics, in terms of increase, China yeah. is like the number one country in terms of growth of diabetes uh, because we are we are doing a good job of exporting yum brands nine hundred more and, and Taco Bell and you know nine hundred more McDonald's in China. Yeah. I think it's next year yep. slated for next year. Yep. And the, the CEO pay is getting ridiculous. Like, Oh, it's crazy. It's, it's such a PR uh, scam. Uh, Tim Cook at, at Apple's taking a cut. Like everyone at Intel's taking a cut. The problem is most of their compensation is wrapped up in 
stock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? and co- like, yeah. So it's a total PR taxable. game to say, like, we're going to cut yeah. our, our salary and, and, and yes. sympathize with the working man and the frontline yeah. workers. So, yeah, it's a, like so much PR politics and bullshit. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, now I'm hungry. Let's get on with the show. Uh, okay, so <laughs> return ships. Let's talk about what the hell that is. PepsiCo North America is expanding its return ship not internship, returnship program, which is designed to help women who took time off for caregiving return to the workforce. The program provides professional development, mentor support, and networking opportunities, and was successful with 80% of participants accepting full-time job offers upon completion. The program will now include 12 to 15 positions in supply chain, sales, and commercial fields. More than double the number of positions offered in 2022. This is in line with the trend of companies such as Amazon, IBM, Microsoft, and Schneider Electric offering return ships to bring women back into the workforce, especially those affected by the pandemic. Chad, your take on return ships. So a few thoughts here. First, think about our whole gap in employment problem we have here in the U.S. And our traditional hiring behavior says we if you have a, a gap in employment, uh, pretty much, you know, there's got to be something wrong with that person if there's a gap. So we've created a false narrative for a huge cohort of people who chose a different path in life. And we automatically classify them as unemployable. Programs like these turn that logic around and they use it as an amplifier. And as you'd said, you know, they hired 80% of their return ships last year. Second, information from the Chamber of Commerce shows that a third of women are considering changing careers. And these types of programs could offer women who are burnt out and left the workforce more opportunities. But here's the rub. Data from DOL shows women's top two occupations are teaching and nursing. How in the hell do we operate without those people in those positions? We, we can't focus too heavily on returnships being a solution without really understanding why women left the workforce in the first place and how to fix why they left. I applaud Pepsi and the other companies for seeing this opportunity to fill their open roles, but we should, we, we, we've got to be focused more, more heavily on why they left in the first place. We're not doing that. We're, we're, we're not, we're not going to the root cause of the problem. All we're doing is looking for solutions. We've got to fix the deep-seated problem before we actually go to solutions. I think, again, Pepsi and those other companies, smart, but we've got to do a better job and go deeper as we take a look at healthcare systems, teaching, and many others where people are just, they're fleeing Mm -hmm. because they're burnt out. Yeah. So this is from from Sherm. Uh, 1.1 million women left the labor force during the pandemic, accounting for 63% of all lost jobs. While women gained 188,000 jobs in January of 22, they are still short by more than 1.8 million jobs lost since February of 2020 at the heat of the pandemic. As a result, returnships make perfect sense just from a math perspective. But if we look at the human toll, women sacrificed greatly during the pandemic. And many, many families single mothers, 
man, my heart goes out to, to single mothers for sure. But, but we saw women being burdened. I don't want to say burdened, but uh, childcare was typically what most families had to decide on of who was going to go out, uh, and, and make, uh, make the money and who wasn't. And yeah. women, I think if you think absence makes the heart grow fonder, if there's a silver lining to this, the workforce realized how much they need women, not just from a math perspective, but just from the fact that they weren't there anymore. So returnships mathematically make perfect sense, but from a good business practice, it makes really good sense because we need women in the workforce, not just nursing and teaching, but everything. Um, and applause again to uh, to Pepsi for doing that. More companies should. Returnships in 23. Let's make it happen. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad, let's talk Amazon, your favorite company outside of McDonald's. Oh, God. Here we go. All right. The CEO of ARK Invest... Kathy Wood, a lot of our listeners will know who that is, has stated that she believes Amazon could have more robots than employees by 2030. That's right around the corner. Amazon already has over 500,000 robots in use and is adding about 1,000 robots every day. Wood believes the robots will save Amazon money in the long run as the cost of robots decreases with every doubling in production. She is optimistic about the future of robots and artificial intelligence and sees potential for, quote, super exponential growth, end quote, for companies that adopt disruptive technology like the one Amazon is embracing. Mm -hmm. Chad, robots, Amazon, I know you're in heaven. Go. Well, you know, Amazon has to go this route. We've been talking about it for years now. As soon as Jeff Bezos can go fully automated, he's going to do it, period, because he, he hates paying people. Not to mention quote from this article, if you look at the cost declines, which drive all of our models for every doubling in the number of robots produced, the cost declines are in 50 to 60% range. <laughs> They're going to save money. They don't have to worry about benefits. They, there's just so much they don't have to worry about. Then you take a look at all of these areas of the United States where Amazon is burning through the workforce. They can't find people to work there because they've already burnt through them because they treat them like robots. They treat them like shit. They pay them like shit. So what this is going to start to lead to, and I think we'll have more discussions about, which we have in the past, but I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a subject that we, we hit more often, probably maybe even do a show on, who knows, is universal basic income mm. and how robots start taking over, especially 
some of these rural areas where Amazon has come in and then the robots take all the jobs, what's left for these people, right? What's left for these people? How does the government take care of these people? I hate to say interesting. It's going to be sad in some cases yep. uh, because America's not great in taking care of its people. Well, you went into left field on the, the UBI. I'm going to go into right field with a spoiler mm. alert of my own. And maybe it's because maybe it's because I've been fasting for two hours that uh, <laughs> that I've come up with this. But not only not only is Amazon going to have as close to zero workers as soon as possible, they're going to help other companies do the same. Most of our yeah. listeners know what AWS is, Amazon's mm-hmm. cloud server solutions, which basically powers every startup and most websites uh, in the world. It's a billion dollar plus business all by itself. Chad, get ready for ARS, Amazon's soon-to-be-launched Robots for Sale or Lease business. ARS, of course, standing for Amazon Robotics Service. They're going to sell the robots to all the other businesses, lease them to other companies, and make a ton of money because they would have made the initiative to create robots at Amazon. And then they're going to power robotics across all businesses. No doubt McDonald's Joe Erlinger has Jeff Bezos on speed dial just for that moment. (laughs) Going to acquire Flippy. We We out. out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt, but save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite Western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.